Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. fiery horse with a speed of light, a clot of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'll Silver. For months, the territory around Stockton had been terrorized by outlaws, known as the Black Gang. The name had been given to the group because the leader always dressed in black, wore a black hood, and rode a black horse. No one had ever heard him say more than three words, reach, don't move. He and his gang were ruthless, and it was never known where they would strike next. Small nearby towns had been openly raided. Look out, it's the Black Gang! Without warning, crowded cafes had been held up and everyone robbed. Reach! Don't move! It's them! The Black Gang! Don't anyone try to draw! All right, line up over there by the wall and turn your backs. Get the guns, men, and then search Stagecoaches were held up even in broad daylight just outside of Stockton. I'm sure glad we're getting to Stockton. Makes me feel easier. Yeah. 
Being guard on a stagecoach with a black gang around isn't what I like much. Uh, hey, it's the black gang. I better stop. Hold there. Hold. Hold there. Hold. 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 Great. Don't move. You're not going to rob this stage while I'm on the boot. Don't do to disobey the boss. I get the passengers out and line them up, men. Nothing seemed to stop them. Even the railroad trains were not immune. Well, we're making good time, Jim. Soon we start to... Yeah, I'll be glad. Hey, look ahead. Logs on the rails. It's a holdup. Got a staff. We'll be wrecked. Hold him, Macro! It's the Black Gang! It was into this territory one day that the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode. As they moved leisurely along the trail leading to Stockton, they discussed the reason for coming there. We in territory now where black gang operate, Kimasabi? Yes, Tonto. That gang has terrorized Stockton and the other small towns in this territory for several months. No one has been able to get a line on them. Um, them plenty tough, seem like. That's right. A gang of killers. Led by a clever and ruthless man. There's one thing that interests me about him. You mean because him dress in black and wear black hood? Something outside of that, Tonto. The fact that no one has ever heard him say very much. They say he says only the words reach and don't move. After that, he doesn't speak at all. Mm, that's plenty strange. What do you think of that? That's hard to say. There must be a reason why he doesn't say more. Uh, maybe you have ID. Uh, I've been thinking about it considerably. And what you decide? Well, I've come to the conclusion he must be afraid his voice might be recognized. If that's the case, I'd say he's someone who's fairly well known in this territory. Ah, you not think of that. When we get near to Stockton, we'll find a suitable campsite. And after I've disguised myself as a rancher, you and I'll ride into town and have a look around. That good idea. If the leader of the black gang is one of the townsmen, I'm hoping that in some way we'll get a line on him. One way or another, that gang has to be stopped. All right, let's hurry a bit. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Meantime, in his office in Stockton... Jonathan Woods, a respected and influential citizen who had an interest in several enterprises in the town, was presiding at a meeting of the Stockton businessmen. The cafe owner was speaking. Jonathan, I say we should form a vigilante committee to protect ourselves from that black gang. My police has been held up by them twice in two months. Now, just a minute, men. Quiet down. I know how you men feel about it. Don't forget that gang has taken one of my lumber camp payrolls from the stage I was bringing it in. Yeah, we know that. I'm just as indignant as the rest of you. But I don't believe in taking the law into our own hands. Uh, Jonathan Woods is right. I'm sheriff here, and me and my deputies will do all we can to prevent any more robberies by that black gang. Why haven't you tracked them down? Yeah. You said that before, Sheriff. Yeah, yeah and they raided the express office right after that, too. Sure, all right, yeah. now wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm not the only sheriff in this territory that's having trouble because of that gang. They have a smart leader, seems like. One that gets to know what we plan to do. Where to strike next to do themselves the most good. Yeah, that's right, Sheriff. 
That's why I think you need a vigilante committee to help you. No, a group like that gets out of hand, Julius. Now wait a while and give us lawmen another chance. Sooner or later, we're going to run them down. Well, I say we should abide by what the sheriff thinks is best. If Jonathan is for it, so am I. Yes, and I'm with you on that. Jonathan's lost more than most of us. All right, then. Let's say we stand ready to help the law any way we can. If the situation gets any worse, we'll get together again. I'll be sending a payroll out to my mine tomorrow, Sheriff. I don't want that to get taken. Hey, don't worry, Fred. We'll see that there's a deputy along to guard it. Now, you leave the war end to me for a while. You have my confidence, Sheriff. How about the rest of you? Good. And let's say the meeting's over. We all have work to do. As I said, if we get a reason to, we can call another meeting. Good day, gentlemen. That evening, Handy, one of Wood's men, went to his office with a bit of news. Well, Handy, what is it? I just come from the cafe, Mr. Woods. Well, what have you did? I noticed two strangers there. One's an Indian. The other's a tall, broad-shouldered hombre who looks like a rancher. I've never seen him in town before. I see. You'd better go back there, Handy, and keep an eye on them. When they leave there, you'd better trail them and see where they go. All right, I'll get right back over there and keep an eye on them, like you say. I'll give you a report on them later. Come on. A short time later, Handy entered the cafe and walked slowly over to where the Lone Ranger, who was disguised as a rancher, and Tonto were standing. Howdy. Strangers around here, aren't you? Not exactly. Why? Oh, no reason. Just curious, mister. I see. Anything else you want to know? Yeah. It ain't usual to see an hombre going around with an Indian. Any objection? Oh, no, no, none at all. Like I said, I'm just curious. Oh? Curiosity gets a lot of people in trouble sometimes. Yeah, well, just from looking at you, I'd say you're one hombre who's big enough to give me that kind of talk. I can usually take care of myself. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. Especially with those fancy-looking guns you carry. I like them. Yeah. Uh, have a drink, mister? No, thanks. <laughs> not very talkative, are you? No, I'm not. Well, I'll mosey along. You seen you around? I'm sure you will. So long, stranger. Something about him I don't like, Tonto. Ah, that right. In the same color we see watching us afore. Yes, I know. He went out and came back a short time later. Looked us over pretty thoroughly, too. Not right. Come on, we'll leave now. I have an idea we're on the verge of finding out something. All right, let's go. Ah. After leaving the cafe, the Lone Ranger and Tonto mounted Silver and Scout and rode out of town, heading back toward their camp. Why, we leave so soon, Kimasabi. Had a reason, Tonto. Tell you about it later. I may be wrong. Maybe him think we part of black gang, huh? Could be, but I doubt that. I feel sure, though, that he told someone about us. Was sent back to find out what he could. Uh, that's what me think. That means there's someone in town who's afraid. Or at least wary of strangers, Tonto. And I want to find out just who it is. Uh-huh. Could be, of course, the sheriff has tipped off some of the men in town to question and observe strangers. Not right. 
whole town is living under tension. It's easy to see that. I'll put my mask back on now that we're out of town. There. Uh, Monsieur! A short time later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined up at their campsite. Oh, sir. Oh, no, fellow. Be close, no, fellow. Easy, Scout. Easy. Me take Silver and Scout to lean to. All right, Tonto. But leave them saddled. What? Why we do that? Just in case we've been followed, Tonto. Followed? You're not savvy. I rather expected we would be. You should know shortly, so keep a sharp lookout. Oh. Come, Silver. Scout. Scout. Silver, here's something. Silver, act like him. Here's something, Timus Hubby. Yes, I know. Leave the horses, Toto. Let's roll up in our blankets. Uh, if anyone does come snooping around, I don't want to let on. We know it. Uh, moon, plenty bright. Be able to see part of trail down there. Keep watching that spot. Silver's looking the other way, Tonto. Away from the trail. Isn't that right? Kimasabi. That's what is it? Me see figure a man go behind tree. Him watching camp. All right, don't let on. Keep watching. Him go away now. Him go down into small hollow back there. We'll wait a few minutes. Now, him leaving. Circling back to trail. Him on way to town, maybe. Yes. Come on, Tonto. We're going to turn the tables and follow him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Easy, got easy, Tonto. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Later that night, Jonathan Woods looked up as Handy again entered his office. Well, Handy, what'd you find out? Plenty, Mr. Woods. Such as what, for instance? Well, I questioned the stranger who was with the Indian at the cafe. But he's close mouthed. They left right after that, and I followed them. Go on. After they got out on the trail, the big armory took a black mask from his pocket and put it on. An outlaw, huh? See what you think. He was wearing fancy-looking special guns, and he rode a big white stallion. What? He must be the Lone Ranger. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He and that Indian are camping out in the foothills just west of town. Wow. So he's come here to try to round up the black gang. But something tells me he's going to be sorry he came here, Handy. He doesn't know what he's up against. Yes, I'm afraid the Lone Ranger's going to die with his boots on. Right here in Stockton. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. Handy, one of Jonathan Wood's men, had followed the Lone Ranger and Tonto to their camp, then had gone back to report to Woods. Realizing it was the Lone Ranger whom Handy had seen, Woods made the prediction that the masked man didn't know what he was up against and would die with his boots on there in Stockton. The Lone Ranger and Tonto had followed Handy to town and noted where he went. They approached the partly open back window of Jonathan Wood's office in time to hear the last part of their conversation. That's the window to Wood's office. It's partly open, too, Tonto. Ah. Me hear voices in there. We'll cross down and get closer. Come on. Ah. Sheriff, I think he and his men ought to go out there and capture that masked man and Indian at their camp. Right. They go out right away, they can catch him off guard. Now, and talk about us, Kim Yes, Tonto. Remember, there's a mine payroll going out of here tomorrow at noon. I know. And I'm hoping there will be a slip-up. The Lone Ranger's smart. I'm sure the sheriff and his group won't get close enough to capture him. What's the idea of sending the posse out there? The masked man and Indian will no doubt get away in a hurry. Posse will follow them and try to track them down, which should keep the sheriff and his men away from the vicinity of Stockton until after the payroll is sent out. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, I'll go tell the sheriff right away, Mr. Wood. Come on, Toto. We've heard enough. Me not savvy what Wood say, Kimasabi. It's quite clear to me, Toto. He knows who we are and guesses why we're camping near here. He's counting on the fact that the sheriff's posse won't be able to take us by surprise at the camp. We lead them miles away from here. And why you want that? Tell you all about us. We ride back to the camp, Toto. Ride back to camp? But the sheriff and posse. Don't worry about them. Here are the horses. Easy, steady, big fellow. Easy, Scott. All right, let's go, Toto. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scott. Meantime, after receiving Handy's report about a masked outlaw camping in the hills, the sheriff set out with a small posse to try to capture him. We want to approach the place where they're camping easy, like. We go at a gallop, they'd be able to hear us coming in plenty of time to make a getaway. Well, who was it told you about those outlaws camping out here in the hills, Sheriff? Yeah, are you sure it's on the level? Folks are seeing outlaws everywhere since the black gang's been rampaging. Hey, look, I know we've followed a lot of false clues and all that. In this case, I feel sure we're not on any wild goose chase. You see, Handy's the one who come to me with the information. Jonathan Woods sent him. Jonathan Woods is one man we can be certain won't have us go out less than it's worthwhile. I wonder how Jonathan got the information. Here, Sheriff. Did you find out how Jonathan knew about the outlaws camping out here? Sure. Seems like two strangers, a lanky rancher and an Indian, was hanging around the cafe. Jonathan told Handy to watch him. Say... I saw those two at the cafe myself. Handy even talked to them. Said they talked suspicious-like. Leastwise, the rancher did. Anyhow, he followed them out of town, saw the rancher fella put on a black mask, and they got to a camp and rolled in for the night. Yep, pull up a minute, man. Well, now what, Sheriff? We're getting close to where that camp is. Now, here's the way we'll grab them. We'll spread out in a circle. Then ride in slow and quiet, gradually closing the circle. Savvy? Yes, I get you. All right. As soon as we get a little closer, we'll follow that plan. Now, let's get going. In a short time, they approached the campsite. And spreading out, they moved in cautiously... The sheriff and one of the deputies rode together. Stop a minute. Whoa, whoa there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Now, what is it? There's the camp. The others are moving in. It ought to be a cinch to grab them. Have your gun ready. Yeah, I got it. Hey, look, Sheriff. The moon's bright enough to see. There's nobody there. Hey, looks like you're right. Looks like you can't even trust what Handy and Jonathan Woods tell you when it comes to giving out information about the whereabouts of that black gang. What do you mean? I got plenty of faith in Jonathan Woods and what he says. But you can see for yourself the outlaws aren't Yeah, the camp is there, like Handy said. That proves they were here, don't it? Yes. I reckon you're right about that. It sure certainly ain't, aren't here now, though. What are we going to do now, Sheriff? Right into that camp and meet with the others. Come on, get up there. Get, get up. up. Hey, they've cleared out all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here, here come the others. All right, men. Come on over here. They've cleared out. Maybe Handy was seeing things, Sheriff. No, I don't think so. You can see somebody was camping out here. A burnt-out fire and that lean-to over there. Maybe we can pick up their tracks, Sheriff. I wonder how much of a start they got. You think he was with the Black Gang? Yeah, it could be, but You're I... Wrong, sir. Hey, hey, I'm, not I'm not with the Black Gang. Who said that? Where is he? We're over here behind these two trees. It's them. Gun them down before they pick us off. I wouldn't try that, Sheriff. We already have you covered. Now reach, everybody. Sheriff, there's five of us and two of them. Yeah, but can... they're protected by them trees and got us in the open. Better do as he says, men. This mountain sheriff can walk this way. I'll walk to meet you. I want to talk to you. Well, I guess I have to. Thanks, Sheriff. You won't get away with this, Mr. Wait, Wait. Sheriff. I had to approach you this way for our own safety. Does uh, this mean anything to you? Hmm? A bullet. A silver bullet. Look at it. Mm, so it is. A silver bullet. Say, don't tell me you're the Lone Ranger. That's right. A silver bullet, that black mask? Where's your horse? Here, Silver. <laughs> White stallion, the name Silver. Yep, now I know you're the Lone Ranger. Man, this hombre's all right. I know all about him. Thanks, Sheriff. I'll put up my guns now. Yeah, but what are you going to... I want to talk to you and your men about a plan I have for capturing the Black Gang and their leader. following morning, the mine owner entered Woods' office hurriedly. Say, Jonathan, where in blazes the sheriff? He promised he'd supply a deputy to go along with me on a buckboard when I take the payroll out to the mine at noon. Now, calm down, Fred. The sheriff and his men went chasing a mast on last night, and they haven't come back. I'll send Handy along as a guard with you. He's a crackerjack shot, you know. Well, it's mighty nice of you, Jonathan. I could have had one of my own men come Handy in. Handy'll be glad to go, so don't worry about him. I'll have him at your office ready to go to the bank with you at noon. That's fine, Jonathan. I'd go along with you, too, only uh, I have to go over to Davis on business this morning, and I won't get back until this afternoon. Oh, I wouldn't think of putting you to that trouble. Handy will be enough to go with me. There's no way that black gang could have of known I'll be carrying a payroll on my buckboard anyhow. I'll be seeing Handy at my office then at noon. So long, Jonathan. <laughs> At 
noon that day, Handy, acting as guard for the mine owner's payroll, sat on the seat of the buckboard beside him as they rode the trail out of town. Get up there. Come on. Won't take as long at this rate to get to the mine, Fred. I won't feel safe till we do get there, Handy. Say, maybe that masked hombre the sheriff and his men are chasing is the leader of the black gang. I hope so. And I hope they catch him. Like Jonathan has said so many times, he deserves to be strung up as soon as he's caught. Yeah, you're right. Jonathan's right, too, about not letting the folks form a vigilante committee. A thing like that can get out of hand. Sure. Hey, look, Handy. A lot of horsemen coming behind us. What? Holy smoke, looks like the Black Gang. The Black Gang? I knew it, I knew Wait, it. Wait, I'll give him some lead. Now you better stop, Fred. They'll gun us down. There's too many of them. All right. Go there. Ho, 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 boy, ho, ho. Breach, John Moe. That's the man with the black hood. Yeah. All right. We're reaching, mister. Get down over that buckboard. Hey, look. Let's get out of here. We have time. Oh, my knee. It's a sheriff. Well, they won't get me. Get up there. Hey, wait for me. No. Oh, oh. 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 man is leaving. I'll get him. Racing like the wind, the great horse Silver felt the urgency in his master's cry. He knew he must catch up with the big black horse ahead, and he exerted every effort to close the gap between them. Master Silver! Master! The magnificent white stallion seemed to be moving as fast as any horse possibly could. Yet at this command, he increased his speed, and gradually the distance between him and the black stallion ahead lessened. Three more shots rang out, and the bullets flying close to the masked man, too close for comfort. But now he knew that the hooded man he was chasing was carrying an emptied gun. Taking his lariat from the pommel in front of him, he swung it over his head. Then, with unerring aim, the snake-like rope lashed out, falling over the shoulders of the man in front. Even without a command, Silver braced himself and stopped quickly. Oh, easy, fella, easy. Here go. Oh, wait. Don't, don't shoot me. That fall from my horse... At my shoulder. I'll leave the killing to the law. All right, get up. We got them all, mister. I'm sure thankful the way you saved my payroll. Here's the hooded leader, Sheriff. wonder what he looks like. I think you're all in for a surprise. I'll just take off that hood. There you are. Jonathan Woods. Great day. Jonathan Woods. Holy smoke, even I didn't expect that. I thought you'd be surprised, Sheriff. Now, wait a minute. Shut up, you. He knew everything that went on in town. Knew whenever gold shipments would go out. He sent you out to trail me last night, even though he knew who I was. Isn't that right? He knew I must have come here to help capture the black gang. Well, Tonto, I guess we can leave now. Uh-huh. Easy, steady, big fella. Adios, Sheriff. Thanks for cooperating with us. Hey, what does that masked man mean, cooperating with him? And since he is masked, why do you let him go? That man's on the side of the law. He came here to run down the black gang, Fred. And like always, he did what he started out to do. You see, he's the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.